Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Friday Views, brought to you by Yahoo Sports Canada. My name is Iman. I'm joined by Yasmin. You guys already know what to do. Hit the like, subscribe, share with your friends, all that good stuff. Yasmin, it's been a minute since we've seen some Raptors basketball. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Yeah, we were just talking about how whenever All-Star break uh, comes, it's like really hard to get into the second half of the season. Hmm. So I just wanted to start and get through so we can get to playoff basketball um because I don't know I feel like you get the you get the highs of the regular season and then it reaches this peak at all-star break and then just comes down immediately after you know what it is we've all gotten like our slandering out the way early on and now you just want them to prove it all all season you've been like wait to the playoffs wait to the playoffs and now you're like February and March and then April like it feels so long before we can actually see what these teams in the east can do but we did just have a nice break, nice break from basketball. Basketball got into action yesterday. The Raptors get into action tonight, which we'll be previewing in just a little bit. But before we get into that, we had the All-Star game and All-Star weekend. What are your thoughts on All-Star? Um, I thought it went well. It was quite boring. I feel like the Are you an All-Star was- fan? Pardon? Like, are you a fan of the All-Star weekend? Oh, the festivities? I'm going to say I'm genuinely, like, generally indifferent okay. towards it. Like, it, it, I like it when it, I love the highlight moments, but I feel like there weren't too many. Like, I feel like the complaint this season, um, this year, uh, aside from the actual game itself, was that it was, like, it was, like, quite, it was, I don't know, there's just a few moments uh, worth highlighting, whether they were good or bad. Like, I don't know, I feel like the skills challenge was we, kind of weird, the setup, the setup of it um so I weird it was very so strange weird. here's the thing let me tell you what skills isn't shooting that's just like I mean shooting is a skill but like there is a shooting competition when I'm watching this skills competition it's not about them shooting and also you had so many non-shooters yeah, <laughs> like, they, they, Darius no, Garland might have been the only shooter the only guy who can actually take I think he was the only person outside of Giannis that had a three-point percentage higher than 30 percent Every single yeah. person there had a three-point percentage in the 20s. Yeah, the I, I don't know, the recreation of the iconic shots was just strange in the, um, oh. what was that challenge even called? It wasn't the skills oh. challenge, what was it? It was before oh. the skills challenge happened. It was right after the Rising Stars um, game. Was- which I like the format of that, like the mini tournament thing yeah. was kind of cool. Um, but um yeah, Sorry, can I just interrupt because even before we get to the the rising stars celebrity? Oh, that was cut that in ha- cut that in to a quarter. I don't want to watch more than a quarter of celebrity basketball. Also, WNBA players are not celebrities to be playing in an exhibition game with like Justin Bieber. Like that's just like feels a little disrespectful to people whose professional career it is to play basketball. 
I have my thoughts on that. But beyond that, I don't want to watch that many minutes of that game. One yeah, it was it was just strange. Like it would be kind of cool if they had a exhibition game where it was just for the novelty, where they kind of drafted NBA players and WNBA players to play on the same teams. I feel like that would be really Ooh, cool. like they used to. Do you remember how yeah. they used to do that on Saturday nights? It wasn't like a game, but it was like it was like the shooting stars thing that they no. had. Do you remember? They I would don't have that. it would be like teams. So you would have like maybe four teams, and there would be a current player a former player of that team and then a WNBA player from the same like affiliate from the same city. So like if you yeah. had LeBron would be a current so Laker. They brought that you, back. Right? Because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it would help boost the um, viewership of the, like you're just exposing them to a new audience oh. too. It would be so cool. But um, other than that, yeah, it was just a lack of moments. Um, whereas when I think of All-Star Game, yeah, I remember the iconic times. Um, I remember like the record points that they have in the all-star games and I remember specific moments and all that, but like, I, I don't know, there was just a lack of that this season and the also the celebrity game was just like, what's the point at this point? Like that no one watches it. It's the, you can hear a pin drop <laughs> in the arena when that goes on. Um, so boring. and the, oh, it all com- culminated into the, um, dunk competition. I was going to ask you, speaking of scrapping things, that's something that most people seem to want scrapped or moved around. There's so much drama with it. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if it's a case of players not, um, being invited to do the, all the dunk competition and just refusing to do so. Um, I don't know if they, um, uh, want to deal with the, um, I don't know if it's like a, a extra pressure because of the audience that's watching, the people are so critical <laughs> for All-Star Weekend because they're often seeing players they don't watch regularly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like, for example, like we saw in the, um, it wasn't the skills challenge, but it was like when they were recreating iconic shots, uh, we saw Scotty Barnes miss that little um, uh, floater um, yeah, a from the basket, shot. him and yeah. Tyrese Maxey could not get it. And yeah. a lot of people like the Raptors have almost, well, I think they have one national TV game that already happened. Yeah. Um, for the entirety of the season so people are just like whoa number four pick is trash basically so yeah. um so obviously there's going to be a lot of judgment this is the first instance for some casual viewers of them seeing certain players um and i guess that a lot of players don't want that extra attention being on national television so maybe they just elect not to have not to engage in the um dunk competition and people are very very tough on you so i feel like we um, don't get instances of stars engaging in that as much as it used to be i feel like it used to be like a top player quite a bit that would be involved and then now they have like really young guys participating and um <laughs> they they don't use um like even even though it doesn't go well, I really miss the utilizing of props and everything, <laughs> just to add to the novelty. Because yeah. to me, like I like it when things go poorly as well. Like John yeah. Collins' failed airplane theme dunk to me is like a highlight moment in dunk history, despite how terrible it was. And I just I feel like we're missing that television quality of the um of the of the if I speak in, in general. So I I just feel like it was just a bore, even for people who just want to see some entertainment. See, I agree with you. You know what's interesting to me about your point on stars not doing the dunk contest? And, you know, for for years, it's been, why won't LeBron do that? Now he's 50, but like when he was in his 20s, that was kind of the thing because Kobe's done it, right? Like all of the, and they, granted, they did it when they were much younger and, and LeBron is LeBron, but 
I think I think John Morant has maybe made some comments about like maybe uh you know the voting being a little I don't know there's also ah, that's a good point there's there's also all sorts of things but you know what's interesting to me and maybe it has to do with with the dunk contest being subjective and the three-point shootout not being subjective um but you just you you hit you make baskets or you don't the three-point shootout always has stars there's mm-hmm. never a lack of stars you've seen curry do it a bunch of times you know cat just won it like you have all-stars fred van vliet in it you always have all-stars in it whereas the dunk contest you don't but here's the thing if you are elite and you put on a show whether it be Vince Carter or Dwight Howard or any of the guys who actually stole the show in those moments you get cemented as a household name and I think that really does help for maybe some of the young guys who have yet to break out like like Zach Levine had it right like there is this like household name moment that you become when you're able to put on a show like that that Eric Gordon is still writing that yeah for sure yeah, he's, a, Eric he's a role player. He's still, um, pe- you know, people have, um, uh, you know, ideas of what he could have become and everything. But still, he's riding the the high the of that of that uh, dunk competition performance. So um, I guess now, they don't want to roll the dice. I guess it's less of a controlled environment with the voting and everything, and they don't want to risk um, not being selected. But at the same time, like if people remember the moments, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, the voting was very controversial. And I don't know if we should have Dwayne Wade involved in this anymore. DJJ, (laughs) oh my God, I can't believe he stole it. (laughs) I don't think he should be involved in it anymore, but uh, if that's a deterrent, they should like get rid of him on the voting table. (laughs) I mean, he was not there this year, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's Dwayne Wade was not Dwayne Wade was not allowed to vote and should never be allowed to vote. Um, because Aaron Gordon was robbed. But um, beyond that, I, I, a lot of people keep talking about like switching the order around. And I do think part of it is what we just discussed with stars um, stars being in the three-point shootout. And here's the thing, that three-point contest, always fun. Like no matter what, it's always fun. What I will say, one thing that I think has ruined it is the, the, the Mountain Dew Ball. I don't know if Mountain Dew is a sponsorship, <laughs> but like, I don't know if you're a sponsor, but like it, why is it worth three points? You know what I mean? Like if you miss three baskets, but you hit that, that's just like, to me, it just takes everything away. It's weird. I don't like it. If you're going to include it, push it back a little bit. It feels like it's still a little bit too close. So I don't I know. I feel like, like players rush, they rush the set prior to the, the Mountain Dew ball. Cause I feel like in their mind, they're like, they're like oh, I'm gonna I, make want the, I want the I need that. three, you know what I mean? And so it's I feel like kind of mentally messes up with the order. Yeah, it's not even that deep. If you like insist on having a Mountain Dew sponsorship, make the Money Ball the Mountain Dew Ball. Just change the name. Nobody cares that it's called the Money Ball. Call it the Mountain Dew Ball. Make it worth two points. I don't need a third basketball there worth three points. I think it just turns everything off where like people are like 29 points in the finals, the highest it's ever been. Well, duh, you gave him six baskets off of two shots. (laughs) Obviously it's going to be the highest in terms of points. But anyway, besides that, People want to switch around the dunk contest and the three-point contest. I'm vehemently opposed to this because I think even though the three-point contest is consistently really good, when the dunk contest is good, it is the best moment of All-Star Weekend. And it's something that we talk about for years on years on years on end. So I think just for the chance that it could be good, you still have to make it your closer on All-Star Night. Yeah, it, it, it makes or breaks the All-Star Weekend, I feel like. That's yeah. that's what I mean about moments, and we just haven't gotten that. This season, even last season, I don't remember too much. I remember um, 
I remember the vote uh, issue at the end of it. Yeah. So Airborne wait, maybe great we in it as always. Yeah, no, so maybe we do bring it back to bring oh. some theater to the whole not, world. Like, not yeah. in this next question I'm going to ask you, because I, I have a question for you. If you could pick a raptor, and I don't want Dwayne Wade voting in any of these, um, if you could pick a raptor to participate in the skills competition, in the three-point shootout, and the dunk contest, who would you pick as sort of your three people of representation? And I, I didn't go all time, but you can go all time with this. I didn't specify current all time. All time feels like Vince. You're just gonna put him in for dunk. Yeah, I was just gonna give say. Someone else. Give me someone else. I don't want Vince. It's easy. I need a non-Vince Carter option, and I need three-point shootout. Uh, you can give me current. You can give me all time. I don't. I don't, like up to you how you wanna set that rule. Three-point shootout, skills competition, and um, dunk. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna say, I feel like for the current rappers, I feel like they're all kind of uh bad at one thing. <laughs> the ones who kind of dunk, I feel like, like, yeah, Fred can't dunk. Um, do you want Pascal to doing the three point shootout? Um, OG in the skills competition. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was like. <laughs> Sorry, OG. I don't know if we get better soon. No, that has nothing to do with OG. It's just the thought of it. Like he's just—he's so comical on the court. <laughs> he's just—he just like he's. I don't know. It's yeah. Pascal would miss the shots, but OG in the skills competition, I feel like it would just have so many highlight moments. <laughs> but anyway, um, but I'm gonna actually say OG because I feel like I would want to see that just to watch it. Just to see it happen, because like, yeah, he'll nail he'll nail the dunk competition. I feel like we've been calling for that since he was a rookie. Um, three point shootout. He's a dead eyed shooter. Um, he's unfazed by the attention and everything. He's just you know in the zone when he's on the court. And then in the skills competition, I want to see that happen. So, I'm ready to laugh again. <laughs> for watchability, I feel like that would be the best case scenario for me. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'd like to see. You know what? I'd like to see how many threes Demar could get up. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like Demar can. It's just a matter of not wanting to take them. I feel you like all. I feel like they'll all be foot on the line. I feel like he's gonna be disqualified from the three point competition because somehow his foot will end up on a line on each shot. Yeah, <laughs> might happen. Uh, they'd have to put like a little uh, fence or something to block, his, <laughs> like something just to block his feet. A little groom, no, that's a little hilarious. <laughs> Yes, it would be. Um, but yeah, I would. Power. Yeah, Demar is a good, uh, good choice because I didn't. He doesn't take threes, so you can't even call him a bad three point shooter. So he's a, like the range that he has on his shot is not the issue. It's just that you just you can take the long twos. Like you, you take a step back if your foot is on the line that consistently. I feel like you could take a step back from more. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So okay, that's good. That's good. Now the final question about All Star Weekend before we head into to some Raptors conversations is the Elam ending that always tends to be a topic um, of conversation. Um, people seem to really like it, and there's always a push to like bring it into the NBA, you know. And the, the thought is, every game ends on a buzzer beater. Um, for those people who are unaware of what the Elam ending is, essentially you have like a final goal post for how many for what the final score of the night needs to be. And the team, once the fourth quarter hits, has to reach that goal. So if it's like 120 points, cause you needed, well, I'm just, I'm simplifying this by so much. 
because a team needs to get to 120 points and it's not about time running out, you don't get that like, I'm going to foul you because I would prefer, you know, like to either slow down the clock or speed, like whatever it is, you don't get any of that. And every shot ends up in a game winner. Every game ends in a game winning shot. What are your thoughts on the Elam ending? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like it works for the all-star format mm-hmm. because no one plays defense. Yeah. The Elam ending would have like three hour games. in an <laughs> Can you imagine like yeah. two defensive minded teams uh, playing against each other, trying to hit 120 points. They'll be playing like the game will start at seven. It ends at 1030. Like it's not ending. Um, I just, yeah. I feel like there are too many variables for it to be applied to all 30 teams. So I, I, I like it for the idea of like there's not going to be a double overtime. Yeah, like like grab double, double overtime. Double overtimes now. are so rare, anyways. I know, so. but like that that it doesn't really matter, right? Like the only instance you're going to get that is when the Raptors play the Heat. Like that's the only time yeah. you're going to run into this. So like yeah. for me, it's just like there should there should you know remember that game with like the Blazers and the Nuggets that went into quadruple overtime in the playoffs? There yeah, is no need that. for that, right? Like we there's no need for an additional 20 minutes at the end of a 48 minute regulation game. Yeah, perhaps, yeah, they, so you're suggesting that they apply the Elam ending to the overtime? Yeah, like maybe you can have five minutes, like maybe you can have a five minute overtime, but then anything beyond that five minute overtime, Elam ending, like first- Oh no, yeah, I agree with that. Cause overtimes are already pretty uncommon. Yeah, exactly. um, Yeah, so they happen like what, a few times every year for each team. Exactly. Um, the Raptors went, I think, last season without having any overtime. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. For, Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So, so that, like that's they, my they thought. First to, like, 20 points. I think that's totally Ooh, 20 is way too much. Oh, sometimes teams get to <laughs> overtime because the scores are in the 80s. I, I feel like, it's like 10, if it's 10 or 15, like, one player can just get hot and ruin everything. So okay, I'm maybe like, that's why I said double. That's why I said double overtime because I'm thinking at least still give teams overtimes. Like, cause I feel like it'd be too sudden of a move. But once you get into double overtime, first to ten, I don't know, hit your shots, buddy. You should have won it in regulation or overtime. You had two chances. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, I support it for after regulation in that yeah. case. I yeah, think it's a great idea. That's what I mean. I don't think you bring yeah. it into a regulation game now. All right, you're you're with me on this. Now let's switch <laughs> gears a little bit. Also, weekend is also really fun because you get tons of stories. Um, and it's also really fun because you get like tons of guys interacting with each other, which I think is like great. Like there's like Damar with 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 Fred Van Vliet and Fred Van Vliet and Stephen Curry hugging. Yeah, there's just like really fun moments that um, are great. 
And anytime you bring LeBron James, there's going to be tons of drama as well. So LeBron James, Dr. Reporters, and, you know, he's, he's so great to the NBA for the content that he provides, whether he's playing or not. Um, he told Josh Lloyd of The Athletic, or Jason Lloyd, my apologies, of The Athletic, that the door is not closed on him returning to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I want your thoughts on that, but I also want to know if any former Raptor who is still an active player could return to this team, who would you want it to be? Hmm. Well, for for LeBron's um, comments as of late and just kind of like pandering a little bit to his Ohio fan base, I think. Like, I, I don't think LeBron is going to go to... I'm... Maybe he would do it because it, it complicates it. The fact that it's his hometown complicates it uh, because, yeah, he has legitimate reasons to uh, want to go back um, just because of all the love and the foundation he has there. Um, but and the Cavs being a great team now also helps. Um, it makes and it more legitimate a of a claim fire, for that yeah. to happen. Um, and also, I think this may be perhaps a way of him putting pressure on the Lakers front office to not yeah. allow this ha- this year to happen again. Um, to not waste his future but also like I never really thought about it but yeah LeBron's entering like the twilight of, of his career he's setting up for the next act um, and I never even considered it until these comments as of late I'm like hmm he's thinking already of his next pivot and you know as of late he's been kind of firmly set on the Lakers that's like the new team he wants to be in Hollywood he wants to pursue um, and the entertainment industry um, but like I may, perhaps now he feels like he's been there, done that. He got his movie. He got involved in music. Uh, maybe he's kind of over it and wants he to. He has an HBO wants... show. Sorry? He has an HBO show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. has his, uh, the shop. He has his mm-hmm. show. Um, so perhaps he's like, hmm, maybe I just go back to my hometown. Um, you know, uh, his kids are growing up. Like, who knows? There are so many factors involved. But yeah, um, as of a Raptor who's currently active, you said? Yeah, an active Raptor, someone who's, I mean, you know what, I don't mind, like, scrapping the active, but, like, what are we going to do, pick a chemo edge one? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> easy. Uh, no, but, like, uh, let's do an active Raptor. An, an active player in the league right now? Um, and yeah, not an active Raptor, an active player to join let's the Raptors. Think. I'm, I'm going to take the easy choice, I'm going to say Kawhi Leonard. Um, and you add the fact that like this oh. team is kind of built in his image. <laughs> we Can just I tell so you when I thought of this question, it was a hundred percent DeMar DeRozan answer in my brain. I forgot that Kawhi Leonard played for the Toronto. Ra- I, I, compl- I was I like, just thought it I completely forgot. Yeah. Like if you, you add the fact Easy. that the team is so similar to how he's operating, um, yeah. defense first, uh, offensively literate um the Raptors are ranked like what 10th in offense I was shocked when I saw yes. that stat I'm like that doesn't that doesn't add up this year I feel like they haven't even hit anywhere near their offensive ceiling I just see so many things they can improve on they are running out with um Fred Van Vliet is like the only legitimate active point guard on the roster Fred it Van helps Vliet, when you get like twice as many chances at the basket. Yeah, but like the team. fact that you're, I, when I think about it, the guy running the offense is someone whose main critique in the past was that he can't run an offense. Yeah. So you, you know, you think about how they can improve here and there, how players haven't even reached their final forms, how we have a rookie being integrated into the team, how uh, Pascal's uh, 
growing rapidly and I still think he can like hit another level as a passer maybe become a six assist per game kind of guy um all those things considered I'm excited to see what the offense does so when you think of like adding another guy to it like the thought of a Kawhi Leonard someone who's just a go-to scorer um on this team is kind of like yeah it seems like a no-brainer I mean yeah, and like it's a ridiculous question by me because Kawhi Leonard exists no. and the Raptors had him on the team. I completely forgot that he existed, and I thought, well, the easy answer is it was, brief, to is, be fair. It was quite brief. <laughs> it was quite brief, and he hasn't played. He hasn't played basketball in in a long time. Um, so you know, I I miss you, Kawhi Leonard. We miss you out there. The Clippers keep trudging away, chugging away. I don't know words, but um, okay. So my answer for this without Kawhi Leonard existing was Demar Derozan, and also a fair choice. I grappled with it for a while. And I I think maybe I just thought of like players right now. And that's why I put in the word active because Kyle Lowry is my favorite Raptor of all time. I think Kyle Lowry is is great. I think Raptors having another playmaker, some more shooting. I think Kyle Lowry, we've seen what the defense looks like. And we've seen just like what him and just four guys look like on the court when you watch the Heat uh, when they're rolling. And granted, the Heat have a lot of shooters and the Raptors don't. Um, and the Raptors not having a lot of shooters, having DeMar DeRozan in, there is spacing issues, but he's just been on a tear. And I just wanted to stop and give him some love. And that's the only reason why I thought of like, even though the fit isn't as nice as having Kawhi Leonard, who is an all NBA level defender and um, an elite three-point shooter and shot creator and can really do anything DeMar can do uh, just better. Um, having DeMar, uh, it's not fair. DeMar DeRozan is a better playmaker. Um, but I just wanted to give some DeMar some love because he's been on an MVP type tear. He's been on a historic tear. The numbers that he's putting up, you have records that he's setting that haven't been touched since Wilt Chamberlain, which is ridiculous considering Wilt is a guy who's averaged 50 points in a season before. Um, so what are your thoughts on DeMar's career? Uh, career? What, do you, what are your thoughts on DeMar DeRozan's season? Um, it's so cool to see him. I've always like Ever since he was traded from the Raptors, I was like hoping he'd have a season like this Mm. just so people can see like the talent level that he's capable of and hopefully translates into the postseason because DeMar is like, he's a wicked basketball player. That's why people were so initially upset at the um, transaction. So um, I remember just thinking like, yeah, just DeMar needs to have like an MVP caliber season. And I don't feel less bad about this happening because I know he's capable of it. And he's on a team where they have a, it's not like just some, you know, team that's um, next up or something. This is a team with legitimate uh, contention, you know, aspirations. So uh, to see him doing it at this level and to see him to have the opportunity to not only win MVP, but to represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals, um, it, it's unreal. So um, he he's not only just making shots, he's like playing his best basketball, his like holistically, um, his best offensive basketball period. Like he is a complete passer. He is um, like an artist in his footwork. Like he makes other players kind of just fangirl. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, almost a decade ago, it feels like now, said that he yeah. studies DeMar DeRozan's game to learn his footwork. Like, that's where he gets it from. Like, this is not new with DeMar DeRozan, which I like you pointing out. I, th- I think for me, I-, I honestly didn't see this type of a season coming out for DeMar DeRozan and not because I didn't. Because I feel like a lot of people are treating DeMar as if this is like some new revelation, not that he's been this player. Uh, he's been better every single year since he left, left the Raptors. But what we're seeing right now is something that if you looked at DeMar a few years ago, you should have very well seen that he was capable of. I think for me, a little bit of, a little bit of it is the Bulls seem to be a, a perfect fit. He's never played with as much spacing as he has now when Lonzo and Crusoe are healthy, just the defensive that they have, the push, the, the, 
their transition offense is also really great because they just get a bunch of steals and they run out when those guys are healthy. But when they're not, DeMar DeRozan, his footwork, his ability to get his shot off wherever he, like whenever he wants it, wherever he wants it, he is just a straight up bucket getter. There's like no other way to really talk about his game than saying that. Um, But I think for me, I thought DeMar, I thought the trajectory of DeMar's career was more of that sort of playmaking role because I was just like, it's going to be difficult for him to be the number one option on a team that has title aspirations. Cause that's something that the Raptors and Masai Ujiri tried to do year in and year out. And they came to a wall. They, and I still am very iffy on the Chicago bulls and how good they, they are. I don't know how great I think they're going to be, but it was very clear that like <clears throat> this fits. And part of that is having another scorer alongside him, like a Zach Levine and they complement each other so well. And then you also have Vooch down there. So the bulls are really fun. Um, but before we go, some bummer of a news because we've been talking so highly about DeMar DeRozan. OG Ananobi. Uh, he has fractured his right finger and will be out tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. I'm going to be honest, I can't remember what game it was. I, it was right before the All-Star break. Now, we don't know when he fractured his finger, but right before the All-Star break, I remember watching the game and, and OG Headband One just reminded me of it today on Twitter. Um, he was getting his finger kind of shoelaced up similar to how Damar had it and I don't know which digit it was so I don't know if it was his ring finger on his right hand or what but that did happen so this could be an injury that's happened prior to the break we don't know what are your thoughts on on OG yeah it's a bummer um we saw we had a glimpse (laughs) of how great this team is with everyone healthy so it just sucks that it's nipped in the bud so immediately (laughs) after like a winning streak and everything um but yeah um yeah OG's like defensively he's the he's such an anchor for the team um defending um centers and everything and being so versatile so uh hopefully they're able to um make up for the um uh, roles that he plays he, he wears many hats <laughs> defensively on the court um he provides spacing in those second units where they run um pascal og and just a bunch of bench guys who can't shoot like precious and delano and everyone and those lineups have been phenomenal like they've been so wicked um so i guess the good side is that we get to have precious start which is ho- hopefully precious start instead of chem um because i really like that starting lineup with precious in it uh, but yeah, OG is just so important to the spacing, to the defense. So hopefully they're able to stay afloat uh, during the next stretch, uh, which I believe is a little easier before it gets tough again. Or I, I don't recall. But I feel um, like it's the not Hornets and the Hawks are the next two games, which are teams that are right in the play, play-in sort of area yes. with the Raptors. But the Raptors should feel confident in that they're better than. I would say this is probably you know why you bring in a guy like Thaddeus Young. It's another body, yeah. right? Like, um, so it's going to be huge that the Raptors have more people. It's unfortunate that like Fred might also be out tonight with some knee soreness. Um, and for, for OG, just looking at the numbers, like he was shooting terribly in those last few games before the all-star break. So kind of makes sense that there might've been something wrong with his hand. Like, I don't know. It's all speculation. Yeah. We don't know when he got injured, but just looking at one of five shooting, you know, that's not very characteristic of, of an OG and an OB game. Uh, so it makes sense, um, that possibly something was bothering him. I hope it heals. I hope it gets better faster. This is the reason why we have that young though. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully the Raptors can stay afloat 
because it kind of scares me that the Raptors are so thin, not because it's like, oh, what are they going to do come playoffs? But because when one guy goes down, everyone has to overextend themselves, which means someone yeah. else is likely to go down as well. So hopefully that's not the case for the Raptors. They face the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Predictions for the game? Predictions? Um, I think they handle it. Uh, the Hornets have uh, their defense is pretty non-existent. Um, but their offense is um, pretty, it, it's among the better ones in the NBA. Um, I love seeing LaMelo play. I love seeing um, how they go about guarding him. Cause I feel like they throw everything at him. You'll see Pascal, you'll see uh, Fred on him. Cause he has height to him. I want to see Scotty Barnes um, taking a chance to guard him. Um, but yeah, they, it's going to be a really challenging game. fresh out of the all-star breaker playing a young bouncy team that wants to make flashy moves on you you have to be on your toes you do not want lobs thrown right over your head um so yeah it should be a great matchup uh the raptors play the hawks next for anyone who wants a preview on that just copy everything yasmin just said and paste it in replace lamello with trey young and everything pretty much is the same besides him having height on him (laughs) bad defense great offense fun team (laughs) all the same stuff thank you so much yasmin for joining me thank you everybody for checking out another episode of friday views When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.